You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters. I just got my radio voice on. Did you hear that? (laughs) This is Ray. (laughs) And this is Heather. And welcome to the shoe, the show, the podcast, the internet radio channel, whatever you'd like to call it. We're there. We are streaming this beautiful morning. And uh, this show, we're going to be talking about contrast in a in a really fun way. And we're going to be talking about something that we refer to as step five. And for those of you unfamiliar with the Abraham works, oh, you're going to love step five. Step five is really a place where we just let it all flow, right? Step five is where we don't stress when things go wrong because we know it's always, always going right. Oh, yeah. If you were listening for the first time, abraham-hicks.com. That's kind of the, the place we go. That's the bouncing off place. That's the group of channels that we really adore. Beautiful Esther Hicks. But the step five thing is this idea of being in a feel-good place And then watching something go seemingly terribly wrong and not freaking out about it. Is that kind of how you describe this step that we're talking about? This sort of embracing the contrast, Heather? How do you, what's kind of the aha moment for you about this step? Well, and I think what you just said is perfect. And how I look at it is the only way to expand is to have a bunch go down that doesn't work. Yeah. So like I part where they said uh, you, you have to have the contrast or else you know, the beautiful Persian rug would be completely white or completely black. It's like, okay, we want the colors and how they're interwoven together. And um, the expansion of all of it is what creates more, creates more. So I just always go, oh, good, this bad stuff's happening to me because that's going to help me expand into more of what I don't want. I mean, more of what I do want from what I don't want. Yes. And you know what I really like about understanding this co-creative process with Source and why I adore these teachers so much is because they really help us understand why things happen. And uh, I love this idea that we came to the planet, we came to this place of contrast, we came to this place of differences for this very experience to get clarity about what it is that we're wanting. I feel like we're going into such a deep place of accepting and loving and really enjoying the journey of the contrast. And could it not show up at a better time in our current situation, quote unquote, in our country where there's a lot of contrast happening? Isn't it wonderful for us tuned into these energies, tuned into this broader knowing 
tuned into the metaphysics of this to know what's happening. Isn't it fabulous to have that in your pocket? I feel so grateful and and really, um, I don't want to use the word challenge because I'm not challenged, but like, I feel like I know a secret, you know, and I wish everyone could know. And for instance, the other day, my daughter was crying hysterically because she thought that Muslims were getting sent back home. And she was like, their families and this and that, and it's not okay. And of course, me and my like, oh, let's look at the 30,000 foot view. Their souls have created the contrast and it's all perfect. And she's like, I don't care about their souls and I don't care about that. That's not okay in their body right now. And she like slams the door and starts crying more and more and more. And I was like, okay, she is where she is. She's got to go through this. I'm okay here. Those other people are okay there and everything's okay. This, this, I can even let go of needing to soothe her, right? In that contrast too. That's a so it But the, the, the leading edge part of this is, is that I can still stay feeling good about the whole thing. But from an outsider's perspective, it might look like I'm a cold hearted, you know what? Um, <laughs> so I have to let go of what people think too, right? Because a lot of people would say, you know, I need to go and help her or change this or fix that. And I don't and neither do any of us. Yeah, I think it, it is looking at contrast in such a different way. And it, it almost it, it is really difficult when we have been taught to do the opposite. Um, and but just this idea that our inner beings, our broader knowing, our wisdom, our entourage, our, our God, our source is leading us into these situations for our expansion and everything is on track. Like what is coming from all the contrast on the micro level with with what's happening with our kids or what's happening on a daily basis and then to the macro level, sort of this larger political socioeconomic thing. We have to realize that when we get clarity, there is expansion and then what we want comes through. It's a beautiful dance. And I think I felt that a lot this these last couple of weeks, especially with the Women's March. And I felt like, wow. This is really bringing out um, what we truly believe and what we truly want for this next phase of our experience. And it is this contrast, this seeming um, shutting down, that's going to catapult the moving open. And I'm just staying in this place of appreciation and um, grace is a word that keeps coming up. And this idea of, of just staying out of judgment about what's right or what's um what's important that it happen right now i have to just stay in this sort of chill place a little bit in order for me to be of greater help to the whole right if i'm freaking out in the problem then i'm not going to be receiving the next aha moment the next expansion point um that, that that's what step five is all about it's like watching the the shit at the fan and then seeing what the opportunities are and cleaning yourself up and moving into that expanded place. But if you're really caught in the problem, you're not going to hear the whisper. Uh, and Source does whisper to us uh, the opportunity for expansion. So it is this embracing and not pushing against. And, you know, as much as I'd like to say I enjoy the contrast, I think that's a bit far for me now. But I could get there, perhaps. I could get to that point of, you know, I often say this, and you guys have heard this before on the show, that if you're on a roller coaster and you know it's safe, you can kind of enjoy it 
the crazy ride. If you didn't know that ultimately all was working out in perfect order, then you would freak out. Right. And so there's a bit of a roller coaster going on. And in step five, we can, you know, put our arms up and go, woo, here we go. Um, and I, and I really love knowing that, but I'm not, um, but I also feel like we have to be open to feel the emotions of the contrast. We don't just get to skip through those. Uh, we, we need to feel where we are and not put a happy face sticker on it and pretend that we're not feeling what we're feeling. It's just about movement, right? Just keep moving. I see. You said so much right there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I know what I was like, okay, yeah, that and that. And I mean, there, there are things I know, you know, maybe you're saying I'm not, I don't know if I fully enjoy the contrast yet, but I think there are lots of things that we do enjoy the contrast and maybe starting from there. And, you know, one of them I think about is like at night, because in California, we've had more rain than usual, you know, like listening to the rain and the thunder and the lightning and all of that is so um, titillating to the, to the ears, you know, like, and, and that is contrast, right? Hearing the thunder and the lightning and all of that, um, is so beautiful. So that's one way where we actually enjoy it. And I think, um, the one that you gave the roller coaster, I mean, I, my favorite ride at Disneyland is Thunder Mountain. And I always have my arms up the whole entire time. And I'm like, yay, we're going down. Yay, we're going up. Yay, we're going around. And so it's like, I, I, I know that big stuff happens, but my vibration doesn't go down as low as it used to. So I um, do this thing called DDF, depth, duration, and frequency. How far down does my emotion go in contrast? How long do I stay there, duration, and how often do I go there? And that's how I look for progress. If I'm making progress or not, that I don't go as far down, I don't stay as long, and I don't have it as often. So the same exact thing could happen but it might not go down as far because it's not affecting me in the same way. So I'm still going to feel the negative emotion, but I might not go to down to the lower vibration. I mo- maybe I used to go to fear when, you know, something bad happened and now I go to um, discouragement or something, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, you don't go quite as deep. And I, I think oh. that's the best we can really hope for in this situation is being able to manage the contrast, not skip around it. Um, and not allow it to take us too far down. And and I think that's really a great gift that these teachers give us. So let's listen to a little bit of this track and get more information on how we can ride this roller coaster in a graceful, um, exciting, and expansive way. Here we go. Because you can't make good decisions if you don't have good information, and you're making good decisions, and so... Yeah, you got to be in the receptive mode to be in step five. And when you are in step five, then step one does not bother you at all. Now you are like your inner being who knows you were born for contrast. You no longer condemn contrast. You no longer shy away from contrast. You no longer beat up on yourself when you're in the middle of contrast. You appreciate the contrast that gives you clarity. Don't you? Don't you appreciate the contrast that gives you clarity? So whereas in a practical, being Jerry for a minute, making this practical, is he once spoke to me about, like with patients, I take care of them, I'm a physician, a lot of people know that, is that when they're in step one, I don't worry about them. I trust in their well-being. I can stay in a higher vibration and calling them forth to the next step And is. why is that? Is it because 
you've seen a lot of people that were in step one and things turned out really good or is it because you know that step one is the beginning of the process or is it because you know that you were all born to do step one two three four five why is it that you had enough experience to know that you don't need to worry about them when they're in step one yes yes so isn't that nice your inner being has had enough experience to know that step one not only isn't a problem sometimes it's a clarifying situation isn't it sometimes it's a catalyst to exactly what they want isn't it and why would it be different for you well this is what you were sneaky about then you asked me is like is there someplace else about it and you asked me do you feel it about your staff and it kind of caught me off guard I realized when there's a step one moment with the business and there's something that they're not following procedure or something that's not going well is that I get off I lose the step five perspective but here's what I heard today is that when I attract something I don't like from a loved one or a situation is that I don't need to worry about me being off because that same kind of joy and trust I have in other people's well-being my son my husband our, our patients our friends my inner being sees me the same way and that's just astonishing to feel that to feel that when I slip up by tracking some behavior or event, you know, the, the, the being pulled over by the car or the bank account or whatever it is, the weather, whatever, the changes is that, yeah, I attracted something unwanted or undesirable and my inner being, me, the true me, the physically focused me, this is really different. My inner being is fine. I like I have to take care of them. My inner being is fine. But the physically focused me is finally and increasingly not worried about me being a step one. It's a very interesting shift in perspective. And you're living more and more in step five. Esther was having a meal with a really good friend a while back. And they had just been with a group of people that were three generations. So there were grandparents and parents and children all together, all having this wonderful time. And Esther said, because they'd been talking about life and processes and forward and future and they'd been beating the drum of all of that and they were both sitting there clearly and purely in the receptive mode and Esther said oh I just love thinking about these little kids and that we get to watch them move through life knowing what we know and as Esther was salivating over the deliciousness of getting to watch them have their life experience, knowing that there's going to be plenty of step one and plenty of step two and plenty of step three, but knowing the goodness of what she was going to get to witness. And her really wise friend, receptive mode friend, said, oh, that must be how our inner beings feel about us. And they both sat there with goosebumps all over them because it was the first time that Esther had ever viscerally, physically even thought about what she must feel like to her inner being what the physical part of you must feel like to that non-physical part of you that we're all in this togetherness is just the essential component that we're talking about here, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's such a short distance to rendezvous with something unwanted and as soon as you accept the premise that I don't have to blame myself or beat myself up, I just bounce right back. Let's yeah. stop calling contrast unwanted. Let's do what a step five consciousness knows. Contrast is wanted. 
Otherwise, this magnificent Persian rug would be black. It would look like that. Which do you like better, that or that? Show them. Recap of, of the steps, because we're talking a lot about steps and those who are not familiar with the Abraham process. Step one is ask, and that is the contrast. Something happens, and you're like, oh, I want that, and not that. There, there's the, the kind of step one moment where things uh, seemingly go wrong. And step two is is source says yes. Source asking it is given. Source is already given vibrationally. Step three is getting up to speed with that receiving mode and allowing what has been asked for to come into the physical by getting alignment with it. Step four is getting really good at staying in that alignment, staying in that basking and watching things pop, pop, pop into the physical. Ooh, step four is so delicious. But step five is being able to stay in that deliciousness even when the contrast comes again, the step one comes again. And and I think that is really where for the first time I'm hearing so clearly uh, from the larger perspective is that, you know, that's, this is the game we signed up for. Right. This is, this is the Cycle process. It's going to come over and over and over again. Yeah. It, it, it brings comfort, doesn't it? To sort of know that that's, that's the game. That's the, the rules of the game. It's, it's as simple as saying every time you wear clothes, you're going to have dirty laundry. So it's like the mind wants to believe that once I clean all of my clothes, I'll never have to wash something again in my life, whether it's dishes or clothes. But then we know we're going to eat again and have more dishes. We're going to wear clothes again and have more dirty clothes. If we got mad every time we had to do a load of laundry or a load of dishes, um, it would feel ridiculous to us. But in this case, sometimes I think our perspective, our perspective is once we figure something out that we've arrived and we'll never have to deal with it again. But if we change the way we look at it and say, oh, it's always going to happen again and it's always going to happen again and it's always going to happen again, uh, there's no reason to worry about that. I'm used to it. Exactly. And the doctor who sat in the hot seat, he was saying, you know, for my family, I can kind of have what they call this, this step five perspective that from the broader perspective, even this is working out, but, but he had a trigger with his business. And I thought that was really interesting. It's like he he got this with his business, with his family, but not with his business. And I, I relate to that. Like certain areas, I sort of, the contrast, I let it flow. I see the bigger perspective. I feel connected to source. And in other parts of my life, I get real triggered by contrast. And I love this idea of, of really holding on that, that contrast is wanted wanted not avoided not you know you're not trying to run from it you're not trying to manage it it's just really allowing it to be part of the spiritual expansion and not beating yourself up when you find yourself in circumstances um that are unwanted but to say "Ooh, isn't this interesting because your inner being is never ever worrying about you and I and and your step five your your inner being is really enjoying kind of like that aha moment that Esther had at the end there, that your inner being is really enjoying you walking through the contrast because they know that all is well as you move through it and then there is this point of being able to actually be interested and lean into the contrast to see what delicious things it's delivering rather than trying to undo it or trying to run from it or pretend as if it's not happening. There, there's another side to this that I feel is important to say too, because um, <laughs> because sometimes we could also perceive what's being said here is, well, if contrast is good and I'm asking for it, then I'm just going to keep staying in this abusive relationship or keep staying in this abusive work situation or whatever. 
It's also not saying that either. <laughs> so um, it's it's really about getting the clarity about what we don't want so that we know what more what we do want and then we keep moving towards that which we do want by um, the sifting and sorting. And the universe does always, the law of attraction always kind of resolves everything for us. So we don't want to push against the law of attraction and force ourselves to stay somewhere that we might vibrationally bounce out of through the contrast. Um, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I just felt inspired to say that. No, I think that's important because what's interesting is that when we don't resist the contrast, it actually dissipates quicker. It actually, the solutions come faster. Um, the opportunities to move out of it and through it, the miracles happen because in this sort of step five moment, you're both seeing the contrast, but staying connected to source. And that's the key because in step one, you are, you're a little separated, too strong of a word, but you, you're not feeling the momentum of source in step one. It's clearly like, oh, I'm just out here slugging it. When you're in step five, it's a different way of perceiving the contrast. And I agree with you. Actually, if we can, um, stay connected to source, we'll get the whisper of here's the way out of this in a simple, elegant, effective way. Um, it is the roadmap to move through the contrast quicker, more elegant, um, and, and with more clarity, which is really what we're here for. Uh, we don't, we're not going through it just for the heck of it. It is, um, there's something in everything that's happening that is our own expansion. And I think if we stay connected to source and we stay, um, stop, we don't beat ourselves up. We don't point the finger. We don't rail too heavily. I mean, you have to have your short shout because something's happening. But if you're able to move into that almost middle grace benign place <laughs> grace benign place <laughs> um and and watch for the inspiration watch for the aha moment watch for the whisper of source that says go here go there you got what you needed you got the clarity now let's let's zip the heck out of here and i i love when they say like um that there's nobody that knows they want to be well than someone who's sick i love that feeling of knowing when I have a stuffy nose or when I have, you know, a headache or something, I'm like, Oh, I want to feel well. That's, that's a positive aspect of the headache. So I don't go, Oh no, I have this headache. This is so horrible. You know, it's like, Ooh, I get to, I get to desire wellness and this is really great. Clarity is a beautiful thing. Um, getting clarity. Now, sometimes we have certain contrasts, I know I do, that I feel like I'm going round and round and I'm getting sort of the same contrast, but I don't really think that's true. I think it's always different because we're always changing and that nothing is happening uh, without some wonderful jewels in there, even though you feel like, oh, I've been here before, I've created this relationship before, I've created this money situation before, but there's always something even more in everything and if we can just stay uh, chill about it and look for the opportunities and and get to that place of almost excitement as to where could this be leading because it is leading somewhere and clarity is is just such a wonderful feeling and but the importance too is understanding your value and that the clarity that you get and about what you want is already yours and it's that understanding that it is already yours that is the sort of, um, you know, that's the catch that you get from the contrast, that understanding that, that what you've asked for is on its way. And it is actually here already. 
it's already complete. And now it's just a matter of you having a joyous journey and watching it manifest into the physical in some way, shape or form, because the universe is always wanting to surprise and delight us. I mean, I think we have to come back to what we've been talking about in the last couple of weeks is we want to stay on the, the sunny shot, sunny side of the street, because that's where all the delicious stuff comes from. But when we veer off of it, no big deal. Uh, because clarity comes from that. And then we're back on the sunny side of the street with more clarity and more understanding of what it is that we're here for, what it is that we want to bring in. Um, and I do think it is that relief that we get that is quite exquisite, you know. And I often think of the game that we're playing here on the planet where we forget we're source energy. We forget that we're actually orchestrating all of this at mm -hmm. some level. And then we wake up and fall asleep and wake up and fall asleep. And it's quite a delicious remembering. Um, and then the Persian rug, as they said there at the end, the colors, the textures, all the things that are created come from that journey. And boy, here's how you know that uh, you signed up for it. You're here. <laughs> I love this, this um, track. And I love this work because I, I was doing some, some of my own work through channeling and healing and different things this week and something really big came up for me about um, some abandonment I have a lot of abandonment issues from my childhood and um, this woman that channels was doing we were doing some collaboration and she's like I'm going to speak to you now from what your what you know a mother would say to you to from you know like looking at my inner child and what a mother would say to soothe me and she starts talking to me in like what she thinks a mother would say and I was like I've never heard anything like this in my life it was so cute and I thought oh I can say something like this to my daughters and it was this moment of thinking I always thought I was this most amazing mom and now I realize that I could be at a better mom. So then I had this moment of thinking, oh, am I really not as good of a mom as I think I am? And then I caught myself and I'm like, no, I'm a great mom. And this is going to add to the benefit. And so this huge contrast that I went through and like all this craziness about abandonment stuff turned into this huge gift. And um, I started talking like that to my daughter. My, my little one looks at me, mom, why are you being so nice? <laughs> <laughs> So there's always more and more and more to even when we think we've got it, there's even more to be revealed. And and that place of clarity that you got is exquisite. I mean, what an amazing breakthrough, not only for your own self, but did you also get this perspective too about how source energy is, is raining down that same energy on you all the time? Well, what they were saying today about how Source just adores us, I really felt that today more than ever. And I think because I grew up in a family where I didn't feel loved and I felt like I had to be my own parent and I had to be my parents' parent, <laughs> hmm. the craziness, I'm like, where's the love come from? So I didn't really ever feel what love felt like. And for now, I'm really learning what love feels like, what the love of Source feels like, what the love of, you know, my kids feel like to, I know how to love them, but I am receiving more. And so when they were talking today about the, like, source, um, how our inner beings feel about us, it was like, oh, wow, that's so profound. And it's so beautiful. And it's, it's so comforting, right? Yeah, it feels like a warm blanket. 
Well, we're actually at the end of our speedy uh, love attraction podcast today. We really enjoy uh, exploring these concepts with you. And, and we hope that your everyday takeaway from this time together is that you're so loved. You're so adored. And take a deep breath about whatever is going on in your life that seems out of whack, that seems like it's going terribly wrong. And just hold on to that knowing that something is coming through this that will allow you to be even more, to allow even more what you've been asking for. And it is extraordinary to know what we know and to really allow life to be joyful because we know what we know and to be uplifters and to hold those around us who don't know what we know in love and appreciation and just grace. So we say, feel good, good, sister. sister. Tons of love. See you soon. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world.